Super Talk Mississippi media production. State Treasurer David McRae is returning record amounts of money to Mississippians, whether it's through the College and Career Savings Program or the millions in unclaimed money awaiting your claim. Treasurer David McRae says get your application and claims today. Treasury.ms.gov. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. Now, don't you forget, you can listen to good things. We are always streaming over at supertalk.fm and from your Super Talk Mississippi app. We hope you know you can always find us, too, on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. But head on over to supertalktv.com where you can watch good things. We are on your computer or your mobile device. All right, Rhino, what kind of music does Santa's elves listen to? I have no idea. Really? I figured you'd get this one. Rap music? Ah. With a W-R-A-P? Okay, one more just for fun. Because why not on a Tuesday? Why do reindeer like Beyonce so much? Beats me. I don't don't understand her. Because she slays. (laughs) Come on, you laughed just a little bit. Or you rolled your eyes as big as Rhino... I did to my cheesy jokes to start us off today here on Good Things. I guarantee you will share one of them to somebody today. You should put a little smile on their face or make them roll their eyes. Either way, uh, it's fun to have a little corny joke up your sleeve. Okay, it is National Microwave Oven Day. And when you put the word oven next to or behind microwave, it feels more sophisticated device for your kitchen in terms of a kitchen appliance. Most of us are, how many of you go, will you heat that up in the microwave oven? Hun, could you pop that in the microwave oven? No. It's just the microwave. But Are you shorten it down to can you nuke that? Can you nuke that, right? Like nobody's out there calling it a microwave oven. I would say of all and we could easily get a debate, like what was the one kitchen gadget that I guess transformed kitchens the most? I'm sure there's a lot more that came before the microwave oven or the microwave. But it kinda is in a category of its own. I mean, it not only lessened time to reheat things, it became a tool to cook things. You, It spurred the whole sort of industry of frozen complete meals. I mean, you got to be careful, though, game if, you, if you go to a, a thrift store or a bookstore and you find one of those old 60s, 70s era microwave cookbooks. Mm hmm. Sometimes they didn't fully understand the technology they were working with when they were writing some of these recipes, like how to cook a whole chicken, except it tells you to use tin foil to cover the ends Ew. of the legs to keep them from overcooking. Are you even a parent if you hadn't done the whole, what are you doing, and ran to the microwave to get the fork, tin foil, or something? I mean, they don't know what they don't know. If you don't 
know not to put that, that in there. Very specific <laughs> <laughs> sound, and you get you get terrified, um, or to watch something kind of explode whenever it comes out of the microwave. I learned that lesson the hard way with a package of pop tarts. I thought I was going to be nice and heat them up, heat them up, for- and uh, didn't take them out of the foil. Just put the whole thing in there. Mm-hmm. Made a giant mess. Big old mess. Big old mess. It it interests me, too, that in this day and age, year 2022, we're on the brink of 2023, and microwave producers can't produce consistent microwaves. You've got two microwaves, and they're going to cook things com- two completely different ways. You're going to have – and it's usually the least assuming that's the one that 30 seconds is really like three and a half minutes in there, and then there's the one that you feel like – Oh, this is going to be a bad boy. I'm going to, you know, let me back it off. And it takes five minutes to get a minute's worth of, of heating out of it. And you don't know till you, you know, you sort of popcorn is the best litmus test to how powerful is your your microwave oven. But what I asked you over on the Good Things Facebook group in honor of this great kitchen gadget is what's your favorite thing to cook in it? And I got tickled because some of you were, were like food. And I'm like, well. You know, exploding peeps and other things can be a lot of fun in a microwave, too. There's lots of different hacks of what you, I think you can uh, um, sterilize. If the TikToks are to be believed, you can charge your cell phone by microwaving it. No, is that a real thing? That has really convinced stupid people to do that and completely ruin both your phone and your microwave. Oh, natural selection always finds a way. Yep. God bless. Maybe don't listen to TikTok for life advice. You would think. That'd be a good step in the right direction. Or at least question the experiments you're about to partake in when it comes to the microwave. One of the things, though, that blew my mind in the microwave was, and a popcorn is one of many of your favorite foods to cook in the microwave. I mean, come on, it makes it really easy. I know stovetop has its uh, place, too. But when I learned the trick of the paper bag with a little bit of uh, kernels in the paper bag, you don't staple them, don't do anything like that, and you just fold it like a lunch sack and you put it in the microwave and to watch it work the same way that your, you know, fancier, more pricey uh, bagged popcorn or microwave popcorn worked, I was to me, that was a day I was like, this is magic, watching it do that. Also, making the little cakes in a mug, to me, is just sheer magic in the microwave that you could put all these ingredients in, whisk it in like a little coffee mug, and then out pops your own personalized little morsel of brownie cake. I think that's really cool. Do you, but do you have, like, do you make anything? I know we heat things in the microwave. We reheat things. Is there anything you make in the microwave besides popcorn? Uh, about the only thing that I use the microwave to actually cook is a baked potato. Just because that's the way my mom did it. I mean, I've, I've tried doing it in the oven. I have several different ways that I enjoy making potatoes in the oven. But if I just want a baked potato, I'm going to take it, run it under the water, and scrub all the dirt off, get a fork, and go Michael Myers all over it and poke holes. And then just wrap it with saran wrap and nuke it till you can squeeze it. I will never look at preparing a baked potato the same way again. Now you go, Michael. We need to put that in some formal instructions. How to make a baked potato. Step two, 
go Michael Myers on your potato and just leave it. It tastes light. better too if you get the whole re 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 noise. And if you if you leave, but it needs to be left blank and left to the imagination. It's not then in quotation marks explain it. Just go Michael Myers. Step three: put the microwave, then flip. David and Jackson. My son was trying to make amber and stuck a glass bowl of syrup in the microwave and caught it on fire. What a mess. What a mess. What I don't like as, I guess, the house cleaner is people who put things in the microwave and don't cover that. You're talking about a mess there. And, you know, your microwave is one of those appliances that doesn't get the love and attention in terms of cleanliness that maybe other appliances in your home does let's be honest how often do you actually get in there and clean your microwave like top under because it's awkward i mean it's not you get the little if it has the glass tray you'll take that out and wash it off or get the crummies on the bottom done if you've listened to good things for any length of time you know how frugal i can be especially in the kitchen but when it came time to move it was a decision do I put in the elbow grease to clean the microwave I have? Hmm? Or do I donate it to the curb and buy a new one? You donate to the curb. I donate it to the curb and I bought a new, a new one. one. Yeah. You know, um, as we transition, our other home had one of the fancier drawer microwaves now that's sort of built in. We loved it, except it's the appliance to get used the most, so it's most likely to the one that needs to be repaired. And those things cost a bit more than your Walmart special. And so in the new place, nope, I'm going back to the countertop. I want my want the $50 special that my kids can completely explode or implode or whatever they want to, and we can just toss it out and sort of get a new one. I've kind of gotten that on that train, too, with coffee pots. It's like, why get a good one? Just get one that will make your coffee, and then you can replace it without without your feelings being hurt. My daughter asked if she ran the microwave for 30 seconds. Would it warm up enough to then put her dough in it to rise? I don't know. Would that work? It would be a warm enough space. Was she just trying to cut corners and do things a little bit quicker? I loved uh, Jeff in Oxford. I love to heat up a moon pie for a few seconds. So good. Warmed up. Yeah, there's something about... Well, microwave math, like if you're trying to do Hot Pockets or Pop-Tarts or something like that, and the instructions for one don't seem to make any mathematical sense when you add a second. Like you may be nuking a Hot Pocket and it says two and a half minutes for one. And then for two, it's like four minutes and 37 seconds. The, The microwave math never makes any sense. But there are a handful of things that if... If you just nuke it for, like, literally three seconds, that's all it needs. Google, plants watered with microwaved water. It kills the plants. Who would I mi- don't believe you. But who would microwave their water before watering their plants? I mean, unless, yeah, you're pouring hot water on a plant, yeah, that'll kill it. But the whole notion that microwaving removes nutrients is just an urban legend that's been around for longer than I've been alive. We'd all be dead by now. All right, stick with us. Nobody's dead. We've got more good things to share with you coming up next. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. 
It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Frosty the snowman was a jolly happy soul. Don't forget, you can watch Good Things. We are on your computer, even your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. If you head down to the Mississippi Aquarium, they are inviting you to kick off Christmas with Santa and their animals and friends. And joining us to tell us more about the upcoming events is Jeff Clark. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Rebecca. How you doing? I am doing well. I'm always excited to have you guys on. You'll have the most creative events there at the Mississippi Aquarium. And I guess the last one was Halloween. How was Boo Fest there? So we had our uh, our Boo at MSAQ for a couple of days uh, the weekend before Halloween. And then on Thanksgiving Day, we had our annual Otter Trotter 5K, which has kind of become a a coast uh, sort of special event on Thanksgiving Day. You can come and run before you eat your turkey. And then the very next day on uh, on Black Friday, we started our holiday season getting ready for Christmas here at the aquarium. Y'all got Santa. You've got Coco. You've got Santa diving. You've got everything you can imagine. So what is happening at the Mississippi Aquarium? So we, got, we have a lot of things going on on uh, Sunday the 11th, and then also on Sunday, December 18th, we have our cocoa and cupcakes with Santa and friends. Uh, that's a ticketed event. You can find information about that on uh, at mfaq.org. Uh, Santa will be in Changing Tides presented by Kiesler Federal Credit Union, and there will be cupcakes and cocoa and some special animal friends, and uh, it's just a really great time. Um and Santa's making many appearances at the aquarium. In fact, he's coming down every Saturday and Sunday until December 24th, until Christmas Eve. And he's actually diving in our Aquatic Wonders exhibit. So it's really cool. He's been training with our dive staff. And uh, it's a really cool thing to see Santa in his uh, Santa Claus dive suit. Um, also on the weekends, and this will go through January the 1st, you can uh, – Go online and schedule a photo for Friday, for Saturday or Sundays with one of our four Atlantic uh, bottlenose dolphins, and you can make a holiday card out of it. But you can have a photo made with the dolphin. It's a, it's a, it's a really cool thing. And we also have the Long Beach High School magical finger fingers coming on December seventeenth, and all the times and everything. Far more information you can find all of that at msaquarium.org. Jeff, I'm looking at um, a picture of Santa diving there at the Mississippi Aquarium, and I'm curious: does he have some sort of special suit, or is it just the fact that his suit is so magical it can go down chimneys, it can go into depths of the ocean? Because um, it looks like it looks like he's prepared. You know, I'm going to go with 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 the, the latter. I uh, I just assume his suit is conducive to any type of conditions. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the new Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, but there's a song in there about Santa Claus having superpowers, and uh, so you know, I just I just go with it. I think his suit is good for chimneys, fireplaces, traveling in a sleigh. Traveling in a flat and then, you know, going underwater. I think of the movie uh, Santa Claus with, oh, Tim, what's his face from Tool Time? Who uh, had, Tim Allen. Yeah, Tim Allen, who had the suit that also, you know, could sort of do everything. It was also kind of like his um, 
um, his own little weapon there. I guess a weapon. Santa shouldn't have weapons, but <laughs> his own little ma- maybe magic is is the better uh, word to use. But he looks like he's ready, and he looks like he's waterproof. Is what I was trying to to get at. And I can only absolutely Im- yeah imagine you the kids that on it. Saturdays and Sundays, and you can find the times online. I know ten thirty is one of the times, one thirty. So, uh, and he's actually diving in our swirl habitat, which is the long uh, cylinder habitat that runs up and down the, the length of the uh, Aquatic Wonders. He's in there with some tropical fish and his other friends, and it, it's really something cool to see. You have to wonder what the fish think about Santa coming to their level. I mean, that's usually, that's got to be an exciting experience for yeah, them. Yeah, I, I assume that they love it. You know? <laughs> well, they've getting to see everything from mermaids to Santa. There's Y'all have to get an Easter bunny down there. Just go ahead and throwing that into the 2023 uh, future for you. But going into the future, too, you guys are starting up some of your camps. I know um, that's something y'all look forward to during the um, summertime, but you're bringing them sooner? Yeah, so, you know, we do a few camps throughout the year, spring camp, summer camp, winter camp. Our summer camp uh, we run pretty much every week through the summer. Uh, But our winter camp this year is, uh, what's the title? Zany Zoology. Mm-hmm. And it starts December 26th through December 31st. Um, and you find more information at msaquarium.org. But what we find is that, uh, you know, a lot of people are together for the holidays and maybe mom and dad need a break that last week of Christmas vacation. So the camp runs from eight to three every day. Uh, it's going to be a really, really cool camp. The campers will get to feed dolphins. They're going to get to go behind the scenes in our otter habitat. You know, it's a very, it's a really well-curated, educational, and entertaining experience. That's so. genius in my per- perspective. I think that's awesome. Um, do you know the age range, or, or would that all be on the website? It'll, it'll all be on the website. And then going back to, you mentioned um, Cupcakes and Cocoa with Santa is a ticketed event. Is there a limited number of tickets? How soon in advance before the 11th? Because that would be this Sunday. And then the 18th, which would be the following Sunday. Do we need to make sure we have those? So, you know, every event that, that we do at the aquarium is a limited event. So if you'd like to come this weekend, I highly recommend you go ahead and get your tickets. And even if you're thinking about coming on December 18th, I'd go ahead and go online and uh, try to get the tickets because I know last year it was a complete sellout. Which means that people are enjoying it. People are enjoying what you guys are doing there at the Mississippi Aquarium, which makes it for a great a reminder that you can get season passes and things for stockings and, and gifts and such. So how would someone buy a membership pass for someone else? You can, all of that can be done online. Um, you know, we're, we're offering our annual passes now or have been discounted. It's sort of been, refigured you know we were offering a really good deal for a family of four but all that information is on there and if you were to have any problem there's a phone number you can call and one of our ticketing staff would be more than happy to help you with it and how important is it for folks to sort of invest in those annual passes so you know you have us on here all the time and i'm so grateful for that but you know we're the state's aquarium we're the mississippi aquarium so it's you know i want my friends in North Mississippi, Central Mississippi, everybody to feel invested in this. So what a membership, or as we're calling it now, an annual pass, what that does, I mean, that's we're a nonprofit 501c3. So we solely rely on aquarium admissions, donations, and 
uh, annual pass sales. That's how we take care of our animals. That's how we do everything here. And by doing that, that allows us to, to go out into the community and take our outreach van and do our outreach program to schools all across the state. I mean, being, uh, being, a member of the aquarium or having an annual pass, it just it gives you stake in it. You get a newsletter twice a month keeping you up to date on the conservation efforts we're doing here. And it just it creates a partnership and it's a very important partnership. I think it's just a really cool gift when people don't need more stuff. They just need experiences and you can provide a family with an experience they can go and do and stretch their legs and, you know, also give back to to Mississippi, it's a way to sort of shop local um, as well when you think about supporting our, our museums and our institutions. I know I'm looking further, I guess a little bit further, I'll be here before you know it. Any New Year's events or fun things there at the aquarium? So we don't have anything really scheduled for New Year's, but um, at the beginning of Mardi Gras, which I guess is what, January the 8th, we'll, uh, or January the 6th, rather, we'll be lighting our sails. You know, we have our lighter sails and Mardi Gras colors, and it's really cool to see right now there in the traditional green and red for Christmas. So on January, January the 6th, uh, once it gets dark, we'll, the Biloxi King will come down and Pass King, and we'll flip the switch, and the our, our sails will be in Mardi Gras purple, green, and gold. So it's hard to believe to that, we're already th- talking out. about Mardi Gras, Jeff. It's just mind-boggling. Um, but, you know, time time moves by fast, and you guys always have, like, a lot of fun events and things for families to get in touch with. So round us back. Where do we go to keep up with everything? You can get every – you can find all the information, all of our events. Uh, you can buy tickets. We, we are offering uh, seasonal ticket prices right now. All of that's available online and at msaquarium.org. And the Zany Zoology Camp, I think that's really cool you for can, you families. You can that online. Everything, our website is very user-friendly. It's a lot of drop-down bars. You just click on them, and it'll take you to uh, Summer Camp or to buy uh, tickets for Cocoa and Cupcakes and Santa or to buy seasonal, um, see what our seasonal pricing is and to, uh, to buy our annual passes. All righty. Well, I appreciate your time, Jeff. Look forward to having you back. And if we don't talk before then, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Rebecca. Have a great day. You guys stick with us. We've got more for you up next. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. 
You can also catch us on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. You can still catch some of the Winter Wonderland there in Columbia. Joining us to remind us of all the good things going on and what might be new coming up, Miss Lori Watts with Marion County Development Partnership. Hey, Lori. Hi, Rebecca. Thanks so much for having me on. Oh, my gosh, to have you back because when we were there, when Middays and myself with good things, y'all hadn't even lit the lights yet, although the skating rink and all that was just getting started. So what's life been like in Columbia for the last couple of weeks? It's been very exciting. We uh, turned the lights on after the weekend after Thanksgiving, and then this past weekend we had our gigantic Christmas parade on Saturday night, and we're off to a great start for the holiday season. Which there's still plenty of time and plenty of things for families to come down and enjoy. I did see the devastating news, though, about a special attraction. Tell us what happened. Yes, just. Just a couple of days after we um, opened the mega tree that was the tallest animated Christmas tree in the country, according to our research, a straight line wind or small tornado, we aren't sure which, came through and just crumpled that tree. So even though that particular attraction is not with us, the other things that we have with the lights downtown, the the projection mapping on the courthouse, the nativity presentations on the weekends, all of that is still rolling, although we are a bit disappointed that we don't have that beautiful gigantic tree. Well, it will be back in 2023 if I know you and your gang, and particularly Chris, <laughs> you'll probably have it back up and running. But I also read where, you know, everyone in Columbia, the community came out in support of helping clean up and do what they can to get things back together, which goes to show that this has really been a community effort, not just to get it going, but then also to keep it running. Absolutely, yes, but it takes the entire community, volunteers, the city, the county, our Experience Columbia team, our MCDP volunteers and and membership. It it takes us all to make it happen because it is it is uh, a six-week event where we open our doors to visitors from all, re- literally all over the country. And uh, we had a huge crowd for our Christmas parade Saturday night. So it looks like we are off to a really great start. So you know of any other states in particular that have come to Columbia to, to visit the Winter Wonderland? Um, well, I do know that we... Um, that last year, I, I'm not sure about this year yet, we don't have all the data in, but I know that last year we physically ran credit card um, entries from every state in the union here in Columbia. That's so awesome. for all 50 states visited us during the Christmas season last year. And I know you still got some good events coming up. I saw where Night of Hope will be this uh, Sunday. Do you know a little bit about that? Yes, that is on a Sunday evening. Several of our church choirs, church singers come together to present a great concert right in the middle of downtown um, on a Sunday evening for the event. So that is always a a great night of inspiration. Um, Thursday nights, our um, DJ Don King, who is very well known in these parts, is here to... to, uh, 
spin some tunes in the middle of downtown for Dancing Through the Decades, a little bit of a street party atmosphere there on Thursday nights. And then, of course, on Friday and Saturdays, every Friday and Saturday from now through Christmas Eve, we'll have our um, nativity presentation. And the lights, the, the synchronization of the lights with the Christmas carols in the downtown area and the projection mapping video across our beautiful courthouse, that goes on every hour on the hour, every single night from 5 to 9. So um, there's always wonderful uh, music in the background to lift everyone to a great Christmas spirit. Is there still ice skating? Ice skating is still happening, absolutely. Um, it's... Uh, um, we don't like we don't like to see eighty degree days while our ice skating rink is up because it is a challenge to keep the ice frozen. But they are working hard to do that, and I I did see where we're going to get some cooler weather again next week uh, to get that really frozen, so it'll be nice and ready when the kids get out of school and everybody across the state can have plenty of time to catch some ice skating. That's what I was about to say, man. We're just right here a couple weeks away from uh, families being out for those two weeks, and what a perfect time to come down. It sounds like it doesn't matter what day of the week or what time you come, as long as it's there at dusk into dark, you are going to catch something cool there in um, in Columbia. I even noticed that Santa's there with, at his workshop. That's exactly right. He is there and taking, taking guests and visitors and finding out what all those kids uh, want for Christmas for the Christmas season, so he is he is there as well. Well, Miss Lori, I hope Santa brings you a vacation at the beginning of the year, <laughs> not just you, but thank all- you, Rebecca, <laughs> <laughs> but your whole team there at Columbia. Uh, I know it takes the entire village. I feel like you guys should put up a "Do Not Disturb" sign on January second, <laughs> and it should just be like the first week should just be no outsiders, you know, sort of allowed, and you should all take like a, a good old a good old rest. Um, you'll have a little bit of a holiday hangover in the best way possible, but um, <laughs> but there's still plenty of time. You guys are just gearing up so where can we go to get all the lineups and be reminded of all the fun absolutely experience columbia ms.com has lots of information and also at experience columbia ms on uh, Facebook. There there are updates if we do have any weather where the skating rink has to close for any particular time or something. All those updates are on there with reminders that you can follow them on Facebook and get all the reminders for what's coming up next um, and um, information about the December 31st New Year's Eve party. We're going to have a great big party um, to close it out on New Year's Eve. All righty. Well, Miss Lori, I appreciate your time. I know you're a busy lady. So good luck to y'all till the end of the year. And I can't wait to do it again next year. Thank you so much, Rebecca. It's so nice to talk to you. And come on down to see us now. All righty. That's Experience Columbia there, their winter wonderland. Man, they're doing it right, as well as our friends of 50 Nights of Lights are still going at it hard there in Cleveland. So really, you don't have um, an excuse on why you can't take part in something fun. I know the city of Startville and Oxford as well has got their lights up and going. And so, you know, get out and enjoy it. You still have the magic of lights here in central Mississippi through the first of the year to get and drive through um, with your family. So 
you know, we're we're knee deep in it. And I appreciate the Christmas music there, uh, Rhino, that you've been giving me, particularly the last one, which I saw it's celebrating 30 years. If you want to feel old, Mariah Carey's song there, 30 years of many who are listening. I mean, you weren't even thought of when she made that i also heard too i think i was listening to the boys on sports talk i think she's racked up 60 or 70 million dollars since over 30 years just on that just on that show i will say this i don't know who they are i don't know who like she went to bat to get but maybe it was the trademark but she tried to either trademark own something the queen of christmas and she got denied (laughs) so i don't know who who they are but they said you may be the music of Christmas, but you are not the queen of Christmas, that she could not own that, um, I guess, title or brand herself as that officially or, or whatever it may be. Pretty sure the uh, the king Jesus of rock and roll <laughs> or the king of the blues or even the king of pop didn't give themselves that moniker. And did they ever tout it? I don't think it was ever a part of their marketing, but it was definitely used in marketing to get people Correct. excited. But it's not like Elvis ever came out and said, as the king of rock and roll. Not that I know of, no. No, it doesn't feel like that. that's not how this works, right? Like, <laughs> you don't give yourself the crown. You're given it by other. But anyway, I thought that was funny. I was like, yeah, she got taken down just a little bit of a notch. But really, what are you worried about, lady? You make two to three million dollars off that one song for probably perpetuity until folks because it just hit number one on the charts again today on the Christmas chart, which is mind boggling to me. Sometimes I wonder if everyone plays it to talk about. Remember, that's like you're you're not playing it because you enjoy it. You're playing it because we're having the conversation about it. Does that make sense? Like it's this time of year. No, I just think it really is the musical equivalent of Ugg boots and Starbucks lattes where there's just a whole section of society that has to have it. Well, you gave it to me once. You do not have to necessarily put that one back in your lineup, but no, see, I like this one. I appreciate it. All right. I appreciate you stick with us. We get more up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Are there any disco Christmas albums? Oh, I'm sure there are. (laughs) I've never bothered digging them out, but I'm sure they exist. You don't think those in the disco era enjoyed? I mean, how would you merge the two? 
Uh, you just wear a Santa hat and then those well, six-inch clear heels with the fish floating in them. Well, I get your Santa hat and being able to skate or do all the things. You know, I don't know why I connect skating with disco, but I just, you know, and the disco ball. But, you know, I, you just feel like there's got to be a way to get Santa and some jingle bells and all of that into this. Because for our generation, the closest thing we ever got to disco was the skating rink. Yes, maybe that is it. Because usually the skating rinks, when we were growing up, were still heavily themed off the discos of the seventies. Why do I, you know, what was the, what was the movie that John Travolta was in? That was the Saturday Night Fever. Why is it that I feel like he was on skates? Was he not on skates? <laughs> no, he was but on that, platforms and other things. But yeah, well, but it would make that whole movie Just don't would touch make the hair. that whole movie would still make sense if they were on roller skates. It would. Now you can't unsee it. Okay. Coming up tomorrow, you can see Gerard. He's going to be on the move. He's going to be at Stone's Jewelry, bringing middays to Tupelo, where there will be Christmas savings throughout the store. Bring a new blanket or monetary donation to help the sanctuary hospice, and you'll be entered to win a prize each hour. So that is coming up uh, tomorrow from uh, 10 to 1. And then tomorrow night at 6 p.m., you can catch Thunder and Lightning live with Brian Haydad across the entire Supertalk Mississippi network. Um, so you can get it also on Supertalk TV. That comes on 6 p.m. right after uh, right after Sports Talk. But over on the Good Things Facebook group as well as on the C Spire text line, you guys are still talking about your favorite foods to make or, I guess, favorite ways to use your microwave if you're just joining us it is national microwave oven day let's boost it just a little bit by adding the word oven to the end of it which gets me tickled Um, but joe and meridian reminds us that we can parch peanuts in a microwave put them in a paper bag fold the top down zap it for four minutes pull out the shake pull out and shake and then repeat and then taste repeat as needed Adjust the time to the power of your microwave, to the power of your microwave. Which That's is another important. one of those fun microwave math things that once you figure out your microwave, there's a specific amount of time, whether it be 30 seconds or a minute or two minutes, where that's how long you need to put it in there before you take it out and stir it. Whether you're trying to soften chocolate for making chocolate-covered whatever or softening up butter, I mean, there's... 30-second increments, stir it up, put it back in, 30-second increments. Mm-hmm. Or if you got the one that looks like it's going to be a powerhouse, but it's actually a pipsqueak, and it's like, all right, two minutes, and then stir it for 30 seconds, and then two more minutes for another 30 seconds. If you're a distracted cook like I am, then you just need to be reminded not to trust your timing for, like, popcorn or anything else with anything with another device. If you run off to go tinkle or do something like that, you're going to wind up smelling the whole office space with burnt popcorn i do it every time every single time dan in hattiesburg oh he was talking about having that certain bowl or those certain plates that when you put them in the microwave they come out like but then whatever's on it has not quite yet reached the temperature in which you prefer it and in fact when we moved I got rid of a ton of plates that were deemed microwave safe, but they were microwave stupid. Because of that, you had to use your towel, like your hand towels, to get the things out of the microwave, and you had to let the plate cool off before you could actually eat. Why we kept them in the house longer than that, I don't know, because it was completely useless. That's 
makes me so angry. Which is not so exactly microwave-related, but you're talking about using a towel to get something hot mm-hmm. out of the microwave. Reminded me, public service announcement. A wet oven mitt is a hot oven mitt. Mm. Agreed. You will only make that mistake once. Agreed. Stephen Gulfport, I can make perfect scrambled eggs in the microwave. That is one thing. Like, I can get behind the, the mug cakes or the little microwave bacon dishes. Or I've even used the little microwave egg poacher. That's not bad. For some reason... And I'm not. I'm already not a huge fan of scrambled eggs because of the Atkins diet and PTSD from decades ago. Scrambled eggs in a microwave is a tough consistency to get to get behind. I don't know if I've ever done it. There's just an alien consistency to the scrambled eggs in a microwave. Jeff in Oxford wants us to raise our hand if we've ever actually used the pizza button on our microwave. I don't you know, know that I've ever doing. used the pizza button, but I have taken the time to like open the door and look at the little printout they got where it's like, all right, if you hit this button, followed by these buttons, you can microwave a plate of food. It actually works. I don't know how it knows what it's doing, but you get one of those plates of leftovers, like Thanksgiving leftovers, and you hit the the one and then two, three, and hit go. And it magically knows there's a plate with leftovers in there. My daddy swears by the muffin button. And when their microwave died and they had to get a new one and it didn't come with a muffin button, he almost returned it. He thought it just, the muffin perfectly warmed up a muffin biscuit or whatever. Hey, you like what you like. All right, we'd like for you to stick around. you got more coming up next with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.